0: Hello all, welcome back to More Mia Records Off The Air Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Christian. And today we're about to do a very special episode where we are going to give our musical hot takes and some others from the More Mia Records group. And if you are interested in checking us out, we meet here in Moore Hall, room 182, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Come talk about music, maybe help out in the club we have, and we put on live shows, we do recordings. It's a lot of fun and a lot of great people. And speaking of great people, my co-host here, Christian and I, sometimes we buttheads, and when we were writing our stuff, immediately, this one got him heated. <laughs> Kanye West is overrated.
1: Okay, beginning arguments here, you are incorrect. You are completely false. And that's, okay. not, that's not the Kanye stand coming out of me, alright? That is the pure, just the pure, like inspiration that he has given and the influence that he has given to the rap industry it's just like you cannot call kanye overrated because he is so far at the top you know so
0: when you're saying like what he gave to the rap industry are you talking about lyrical uh like stylistically or like pure music as like the beats like what what would he give
1: i'm talking mainly stylistically I mean, there are definitely some other elements with it uh, because I think his personality has definitely made other artists be more open about theirs, but purely stylistically with albums like Late Registration, 808s and Heartbreaks, I mean, even in today's rap industry, like you can still hear those those ideas that he presented and brought to fruition.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, back when I was younger... Let's see, late restoration, I would have been like nine or 10. I remember a lot of kids actually really love Kanye and they also really love Drake. And by all means, I would like Kanye more than Drake. And when I did listen to Kanye's stuff of what I have, there is a lot of fluctuation of like styles and some that are bangers, some that are more introspective songs or even interludes that are like more of skits. And that's cool and all. But to me, like when people are like, hold on. Kanye's new album came out. We have to stop everything. I'm like, well, what's different than, like, any other artist? Is it just because he's also a meme? Like, he's okay. a meme.
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely a meme. You know, and hurry that... up
0: with my damn croissant. Like, that <laughs> line gets me every
1: time. Man. Okay. So, <laughs> he is definitely a huge personality. And not just in the hip-hop industry, in the music industry, like, as a whole. I mean, you obviously know of the Taylor Swift BMA incident. Oh.
0: I mean, of course, and then yeah. also, you know, politically. him. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly.
1: So this guy is, you, you cannot say that Kanye West is not out there. He is 100% sure of himself every single time he opens his mouth, even if it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> and I feel like that's why a lot of people admire him, because while it is, like, in a layer of, like, oh, yeah, we're laughing at this dude because he's so ridiculous, but there's, like, obviously still an amount of respect there because...
0: Like, like it's almost something where it's like he actually makes good music, but it's almost like a train wreck tornado of seeing, like, okay, so this music's actually pretty good and, like, introspective and different, and then the other hand, he's, like, you know, was married to Kim Kardashian, you know, the VMA stuff, everything, and then also... I read online recently he just changed his name
1: to Yee. Yeah, he did. It's just Yee. No. Or Yee. It's just Yee, which, I mean, only Kanye, people, I mean, only Kanye would do that. <laughs> See, I,
0: like, I get it, though. Yeah. I get it. He's, and I mean, definitely, you know, back in the late 2000s, he was huge. He was huge. And, you know, but like... Would I put him as like one of the greatest of all time? Maybe I'd have to look more into his stuff, but I've listened to like four or five albums of his. I love Kid See C- Ghost, but just because Kid Cuddy's yeah. great.
1: But I mean, that's fair. I personally wouldn't put him at the very tippity top for best. I mean, we're just talking about rappers here, right? Sure. I mean, I wouldn't personally put him in the very top, but I would definitely put him in the top five if we're just talking about like. I don't know. Just growing with the times. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, mm-hmm. who artist like what what rapper can you name that has that has the same sustainability as Kanye West? He has been consistently one of the biggest names in hip hop for what twenty years now. True. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Two thousand four. I think is when he started. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Here I'll give one more Moving of mine, and uh, that is. That's more of a hot take, but it needs to be out there. Okay. Coffee shop music or really like, you know, live setting at a restaurant, that music needs to change. Okay. Listen here. I get it. The older generation, they want to stick to what they know. They want to hear guitar, bass, drums, keyboard, anything like that. They're like, okay. Anything beyond that. And they're like, whoa, this is scary. But how cool would it be if, like, either you have like bedroom pop, more ambient, like, slow tempo DJ stuff or even like, you know, anything that's not like just an acoustic guitar, which no offense. And I feel like it's like a Taylor Swift wannabe.
1: No, I, I completely agree with that. Or you. like, you know, Wonderwall wannabe. I, <laughs> I, I want to live in a world where coffee shop music is dominated by just really chill, like house music. And it's just like... Like you know what I mean? Just like really, really, just like chill, but just like mm-s- yeah, mm-s- we'll make it background, yeah. right? Because
0: when people are there, I'm sorry, they're not here to listen to you sing. They're either they there to write a paper, go on a first date which might not work out, or you know, like just have a coffee. They're not wanting to hear your like life sad stories, which well, I mean maybe are maybe in Seattle, but like <laughs> you know, like how cool would it be if a music fit a setting like that, and not even that, like with coffee shops, what about, like, also, like, grocery stores? I mean, maybe that's a bit different because they're going to a different market, but... I am
1: so sick of hearing Ed Sheeran every time I walk into, like, Target or or Walmart or literally any other place because (laughs) I feel so bad for the retail industry workers because they have to listen to the same, like, 50 songs on repeat all day, and it's just... I mean,
0: that's more of a topic about just radio music and pop radio music in general, but... When I worked at a pizza place, we could only listen to one station that was country. The song uh, with Pink and, like, Brad Paisley or whatever, it was, like, set the world on fire. That song came on three times. I'm not kidding. Three times in a six-hour shift. Oh, my God. And I was, like, who... Like, is this for people that don't want to listen to music?
1: Like, I don't think. Like, I mean, I'm not familiar with that track, but if I had to be forced to listen to country music all day, I would not enjoy my profession. Oh yeah, the pizza oven
0: had a nice hum that I that I you know, just yeah some some freestyles yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, Uh, so I'll throw a hot take out there then. Um, yeah, I'll do this one. Okay, so I think music theory as a whole is less important as it's ever been. And uh, I'm gonna cite, I mean, the hip hop genre uh, because of that, and I'm gonna say that's because, especially what we're seeing now, the lines between the mainstream and the alternative are becoming less and less clear. I mean, you're seeing all these new artists like like Mavi and Earl sweatshirt that change up their tempo and change up their cadence and that, like, literally do not rap to the beat and pick. Mm -hmm. It literally sounds like, oh, yeah, this beat sounds like I'm going to drop bars over it. And it's just, like, fantastic every time, in my opinion. I mean, uh, one of the people that one of the artists that you have to give credit for for this was uh, MF Doom with uh albums like mad villainy Mm -hmm. especially songs like accordion where he is really not like on tempo or on key or on cadence like at all yeah but it's still just like a legendary song yeah
0: i love mf doom and he always i mean well one he has like the saturday morning bits in there that work and i like that experimentation with music and like right say in a setting where you're wanting to listen to music with your bros. It's at a party. If you play like MF Doom, some people might skip over those parts. But like, if you're chilling and listening to it,
1: it makes the album better. And yeah, it's especially uh, with albums like uh, MFood, like yeah. that that really like plays into the actual narrative of the album too. I mean, it's not like there is an actual central narrative to that, but I mean, there kind of is because with the with the little like comic book elements to it, it's. Because it's ripped from like Doctor. Doom stories and like Fantastic Four and just mm-hmm. like uh Saturday morning cartoon stuff, and it's just like following along to that can be its own like story within the music, yeah. you know
0: but but my question i guess i'll I'll argue with you on this here is you're saying music theory is less important, well, I agree, like you know, thinking about what key it's in, how many key changes, how we flow from there, how much repetition I think you know, basic things are still being held together, but isn't the lack of music theory part of music theory? Because for them, they're not trying to make something that sounds really complicated, really, uh, you know, into it. Like, they're trying to make something that's really flows or is really casual. So, you know, when you say, like, MF Doom, he does have a very, like, he doesn't go vocal range like Beyonce, but that's the whole point. So isn't that kind of the music? um but I, I see what you mean about like complex music isn't as uh held dear to this generation as many other things yeah. like a lot of mumble rappers like hey just pump up the bass doesn't matter pump up the bass have a little you know it has to drop like same with edm music it's like honestly edm music is so bad <laughs> you like, don't like edm I like EDM, but it's so
1: like... I think it's very structured, which is kind of the opposite of what we're talking about here. Well, the worst
0: thing is, right, I have my brother's workout playlist, which is EDM. And for there, it's great because, you know, when you do your rest, it's on the point where it's, you know, really just like slow. And then when you do your rep, it's when it's big. And it's like, okay, that works. But as an actual song, like these are just, you know, produced out and it's not actually like, interesting it's just it has a drop where multiple people be like yeah Yeah. and it's it's gone
1: uh yeah i could i could definitely see that but uh what what i would like to ask you at this point Mm -hmm. is that you see all these like i mean at least i do but i I scroll through twitter and i maybe look on tiktok and i see all these kids just like picking up a beat pad and just making something using their ears Mm -hmm. and they don't know I mean, from my knowledge, they don't know anything about music theory. They have not taken classes. They have not been in courses where music theory is actually taught to them. So, like, do you think that 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 uh, I'm saying this for lack of a better term, but Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, like devalues their music because they're not conforming to those rules. I mean, and you kind of do that, you kind of conform to the rules of music theory anyway if if you're just doing that by ear, but well, I think part of it is they don't
0: know they're following a lot of basic rules with music like you know, in a lot of pop music when it's, you know, verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge, you know, verse end or whatever, like that's tried and true what it is. That's part of music theory. Also, part of it is like using a minor key during a chord shift or something like. And I feel like that when you're actually like sitting down and writing a song, if you play around, you're like, oh, this sounds good. But then you didn't realize you did this part of music theory. Like you don't know the name, but you did it. Um, As far as like beat pad music, I think, you know, like sampling and stuff. um, I think sampling
1: is a whole nother can of worms here. I mean,
0: true. Um, I mean, okay. do you think sampling is cheating? No, absolutely not.
1: Plagiarism? I mean, if you don't... See, like, this is a weird question for me because I personally love sample rap. Like, it is probably Mm -hmm. my favorite genre of music. But uh, I, I don't think if you give the original artist enough credit and, like, go through all the, you know, legal stuff to, like, get the sample cleared, like, I don't think it's cheating because I think what samples are doing is taking old music and revitalizing it and breathing new life into it. Okay. Which kind of, like, transcends its time, you know? I mean, I could see it.
0: I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing covers either, and it's basically, I think, better than covers because covers, unless you actually change up stylistically, uh, there's an artist out there, Zayla Day. She did a cover of Crazy Train, and it's, like, really, like, it's, like, way down-tempo and, like, really cool, uh, but... Like, when I think of stuff, I think of Death Grips Um, as a song, Uh, I Want It, I Need It. I think that's the name. Whatever one is that. And, which uh, album is that off of? Do it's off know? their first one, Ex-Military. It's okay. one of the last songs. Oh, yeah. And th- I remember, it because I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and they sample uh, Astronomy Domini, which is, like, it has, like, the guitar, like, thing, and, like, some other parts of it, like, the main guitar riff. You know, they sample that, but then that's only like one part of it. And then it goes into a whole different song. Like, to me, I think that's cool because some people recognize it. Or, like, I've heard, like, you know, 21st century schizoid man yeah. used all the time in songs. And I'm fine with that. I guess to me, it's when, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't like him. At fr- I didn't like the song at first, but my friend who's a Kanye fan told me it's okay when he did Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger from Daft Punk oh, in his yeah. own way. At fr- when I was a kid, I'm like, he was a Daft Punk fan. I'm like, you're just copying them. That's not cool. But then it's like, oh, Daft Punk said it was okay. It's like, yeah, but doesn't it make it, you know, it's not like your song. You just kind of yeah. like it half a song.
1: Okay. I can, I can definitely see what you're saying now. Like, t- especially with that, with how that song is made and how influential that, that sample really is to that entire song. I could see where problems could arise, mm-hmm. but Sampling is such a broad term, and it doesn't actually, it doesn't happen in only rap. Like, it, it is, you can borrow from a lot of things in alternative, in folk music, and even country, but it's just very prominent in rap because, I don't know. It it's just, more the style. It just it's it's that well loose style that it. we were
0: talking about that... You know, I can definitely see it like they take apart from a show or movie or sound effect and it can make it work because it's rap is kind of jarring naturally. So, yeah, I, I mean,
1: I, and I think that's just how rap is because it is very open ended as a genre. Yeah.
0: But I don't think it's cheating. No, I, I think it's I mean, I think it's debatable whether it matters if an artist is lazy. I mean, many artists don't even write their own songs. Yeah. So Drake.
1: Oh, God. Okay.
0: Alright, give me a hot take
1: Okay um, Alright, okay, alright So, music doesn't necessarily have to sound good to do its job successfully and uh, what, what I'm kind of arguing here is that if it successfully portrays the emotions and the, how the artist is feeling then that is good music by my standard. Okay. Um, so I'm going to cite, we actually talked about this a little bit before the episode, but I'm going to cite some rap songs, some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt. Um, it can obviously sound very weird and very, very, I mean, the best way I can describe it is as an anxiety attack. Yeah. I mean, it's just very like, just very disorienting, honestly, at some times. And, uh, but when considering the context of the album and what Earl Sweatshirt was going through, I mean he made that after the loss of his father, and that could obviously like that could obviously spark something in that. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, Red Water and Cold Summers here and especially with those two tracks on that album, it just sounds very disjointed and very like I mean, that that kind of ties back to what we were talking about with the kind of disregarding music theory as a whole because it just, it is weird music and it can sound not that great at yeah. times, but that's really like how he was feeling.
0: Well, I agree with you. I think an artist's intention of their songs, I mean, it doesn't matter for them. It You know, if it's successful, that's based on how the audience perceived it or appreciates it. I think that... um definitely music doesn't have to sound good. That kind of statement, I mean, I think... I know, it's a weird statement. Yeah. It's it's
1: a weird thing to wrap your head around.
0: I mean, a lot of the ones that, a lot of artists I like, or bands, like, uh, I talked about it before, I think, on the Psych episode, it was Bongle. They are, you know, like, psychedelic, down-temple, tribal music, and, like, there's, like, points where it's, like, you know, high-pitched, like, voice modulation, you know, like, they'll, like, you know, modulate, and, like, uh automate to like make it you know sound like your head's swirling this and that like yeah if you play that in a certain setting it might be like you know like what is this but like when you listen to it you're like i get it i get what they're going for and i get the you know it sounds really cool especially with headphones but you know when talking about music sounding good like i think to me music that like you know we talk about we hear in the supermarket ed sheeran you know, God bless him, he is a good songwriter, but like nothing like that intrigues me. Nothing with Ariana Grande intrigues me. Nothing is like
1: screaming to me, check me out. And because I mean yeah. because I feel like they they are just taking what they see as popular in the industry and making a very derivative cut of that mm-hmm. and just kind of like shoving out albums and albums for I don't know, those well, streams I mean, and those, that, that moolah, baby. Well, that Ariana money. Grande
0: is probably the most profitable artist right now. And there's no, re- you know, there's no reason why. It's because she doesn't take those risks. Whereas people like Earl Sweatshirt, he has nothing to lose. And he is 100% making art for himself. And I think that's where, you know, definitely like pop music versus, quote unquote, real music fans kind of shine through. And, all right, I have another kind of bounce off of your kind of topic okay, here. Let's hear it. Silence in music. Now I'm going to do two little topics here. One of them, the first part, is you know I also talked about this in the Yay Sayer episode. Uh, there's a song off their first album. It's a very slow, um, like song that has a lot of reverb, a lot of kind of waves. It's literally called Waves, or it's Worms, Worms. And there's a part where you know they sing about like you know rising up from the ground and then being up and then going back down the ground. So like this reincarnation thing and then when the song dies off there's a minute and a half of just silence and then it goes to the next song after that and a part of it is like okay so that's artistic integrity but also now if i put this in a you know playlist that i like to listen to i'm gonna have to be like is it oh yeah it's just a song let's skip okay yes i think it's annoying i think it's annoying um, as well. it's like i get what I, you're going for i don't i but don't after 10 seconds it's like come on
1: all right, I'm kind of forming my thoughts here. Mm-hmm. So initially, I'm thinking silence in some songs do play a purpose, but I can definitely see that a minute and a half of it is over saying it's welcome by a very long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, in that pin, in that opinion, I think you're just like the guy who's like, "Oh, you want to hear music?" and he's banging a trash can. It's like that's music, and it's like, like, yeah, it's, by it's definition, very
1: subjective, like,
0: yeah, and by definition, yeah, but also, like. I get it if it's supposed to be jarring or the lack
1: of, but it's not something that I, like, I, I mean, was digging it, and now I'm not. At at what point, what statement are you making? You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, it's got to fit in certain context of the element of the track, but, like... But I do think
0: Silence definitely plays a role. There's, um... It's this guy called Flanch. The song is Halo, and it's a really out-there... Uh, just like internet guy I found. And uh it's part of a song where they do like a beat and it have like, you know, really like echoey chimes, and then it would be like silence for a bit. And then it would go back in silence for like two seconds. The fact that there wasn't anything, it added dimension to the tempo of the song and the kind of jarring feeling. There it worked perfectly. And then the rest of the song is awesome. Um, but yeah, to me, it's like if you're like, look at me, do nothing. This is art. I'm like, sure, but also you're not creative. Yeah. Like everyone's thought of
1: that. Okay. Yeah. I I I could definitely gr- in in that in that argument I could agree with you. Okay. Yeah. And then the second part. Have you heard about the song Four Minutes
0: Thirty Three Seconds by John Cage? Uh,
1: no, I have not. Can you explain this to me a little? So bit?
0: this is the epitome of the artsy kind of statement on this, and it is four minutes and 33 seconds of silence when it's written. It is just rest notes for that amount of time. And there is three movements. There's a, when they play it live, the piano player will open and close the uh, keys at the appropriate times to, you know, signify that it's a new change of movement. But yeah, no, it's when art, when, orchestras play it. They have a full orchestra just standing there like ready to play or not even, you know, standing there. And it's like,
1: so this is from like a composer. Then. Yeah.
0: In the 1950s. And when he wrote about it, you know, to kind of, you know, he kind of said pretty much that contemporary music changes all the time. And the only way to really think about it is to stop and listen to it or like, like stop and listen to nothing basically. Like, like, basically, like, the world changes around us so much, we don't take time to just listen. And to him, the art was people coughing or moving their chairs or being uncomfortable, I guess. Like, it was, it's the silence of silence that make, you know, the sounds apart that that made it the song, which, I mean, a part of me is like, oh, that's
1: cool, but also, like... I think this dude is yeah. just grasping at straws, trying to be profound. Yeah. Like, I mean there's a layer to that like okay like the the i mean especially with you're saying like with the audience like the uncomfortability like that might contribute to it but
0: yeah but to me like i don't think you're a visionary i think you like you thought of the bot like the most easy thing it's like the painter who just paints a canvas red It's like it is art it's like yeah it is but technically yeah like yeah but, you but know, like, like what, do you good? want a, You want a gold star? Like, and I mean, I get it. You know, people kind of want to... It's also like a meme. You know, people are like, oh, dude, I love the drums of this track. It's like, okay, I get it. But, yeah, well, GLAD, you know, might be a hot take, but we're probably an audience at home probably is more of a hot take on that as an opinion.
1: I, I kind of want to talk about uh, this one a little bit. Yeah. Uh, please. Is it possible to not like music at all? Because for me, and I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to say anything about you, but we are big music fans here, but that just... How dare you say that? <laughs> exactly. But uh, that is just such a foreign concept to me. Like, I I don't think I could go a day in my life without listening to music.
0: Oh, totally the same. And this is specifically geared to the people in my life who have been like, yeah, uh, I just don't listen to music. I just don't care for it. And like to me, I'm like, so like, you don't, as no artists you love or type of music, they're like, as long as it's not like, you know, too loud, I don't, I don't really care. And it's like, to me, it's like, so do you listen to nothing in the car? And there's like, yeah. I'm like, how can you listen to, I mean, you know, to each their own, but like, you know, if, in my opinion, it's like saying you don't like movies at all, which could be true, or like any entertainment. To me, music is such a primal thing. It goes back to cavemen, goes back to like, community goes back to... And, like, to me, it's the most introspective one because it's so interpretive. And so, so you know, like, like, a movie yeah. is, like, yeah, that's the Avengers. Whereas, like, you know, a song could mean something in a casual
1: listen or in-depth listen. Yeah. I mean... um Yeah, like, I really don't Mm -hmm. see when when I talk to people that say that, oh, yeah, I'm not like super into music. Like, I just figure, okay, you listen to like the Billboard Top 100 then. Yeah. But then if you look deeper and they say, oh, no, I just really don't listen to music. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what are you even saying? I know they probably like
0: music. Like, right. If they're watching Inception, they like are in the music plays a big role into their suspense and they like that. But I can see that not liking pop music. I mean, my mom for a fact, her favorite song. And I know she doesn't like she um, is uh what's that? Um a Kid Rock. Kid Rock's uh what was it Sweet Home Alabama thing? What, what's that song? Sweet Home Alabama. Like, um like Sweet Home <laughs> no, Alabama you know by what Kid Rock? About. Like it's like the I don't know, I'm not familiar. Oh my god, I can't remember the name, but it's the... You know, his most popular song is, like, the summer song. uh. You know, okay. I'll I am see, not I, very I can't familiar remember. with Kid Rock. I'm not going to lie. See,
1: I forget about it.
0: But she's like, it's just a fun song. And I'm like, I guess. But to me, it's, like, so. So baseline, you know. Yeah, to like, me, it's, like, so. Yeah, it's like saying, like, oh, yeah, I love stories. Dude, Three Little Bears. <laughs> my favorite. See, I oh, mean,
1: okay. I mean, maybe maybe it's just because I'm so into music. But I feel like when I'm getting to know someone. Yeah. But like their favorite artists are like a very big indicator of how they are. Okay, here's you know? another
0: hot take. Then is music um taste a of personality? Like, if you think of right, like when you see somebody come out a hot topic way back then, you're like, oh, My Chemical Romance, oh, Blackfield Brides, easy, I can tell.
1: I mean, I don't think anyone should base their entire personality on music because humans are much more well-rounded to be just interested in one thing. I mean, you know, but I, I feel like in certain people, in certain circumstances like, like mm-hmm. us, like I feel like music is a huge part in our personalities, but I don't think it should be the only part. See, I think my sense.
0: favorite part about my music personality is I try to make playlists for situations where if ever it's like, Hey, we just need someone to put on music. I'm like, yep. I got you with the best thing. Yeah, like just I got like I got a, any
1: vibe, any mood. Just I got like, a
0: chill playlist, and then I got a super chill. More like, you know, is it poolside chill or is it like hanging around chill? I got two different ones. Yeah, and we like, got,
1: we got indoor chill, we got outdoor chill, we got rager. Or like,
0: like <laughs> my favorite thing is showing people music they don't know, and like them being so happy that like I showed them something that's like they would never have found. That
1: is for all you guys listening out there, that is the best feeling ever. Yeah. That is the best feeling ever. That's why we're that, talking about music. That is why I'm talking about music right now. That is why I'm sitting here in this situation right now.
0: <laughs> and, okay, so I have this hot take. That's not a hot take, but is music that you don't... no one Is music that's unknown to many people, right? When it's hipster level, like not many people know about it, does it make the song better?
1: Objectively, no. But... There is a level of okay, maybe this song sounds a little better because it's an artist with like less than 100,000 monthly listeners.
0: Like, like but, but to me, like, right, there are songs like I, I'll admit, E.T. by Katy Perry, I think that song slaps, but there I mean, that's are that's just like a fact, like,
1: yeah. objectively, that song is good. No, I'm kidding, <laughs>
0: and but then there's like songs that have a similar vibe. That, in my opinion, like, there have been times where, like, I've been in my car listening, and I'm like, ooh, ooh. Like, I was like, this got me. This is so good. Like, said, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait if I can pull this out and someone else goes like that. Like, like to me, the
1: fact that I'm like, oh, this is, like, a secret card that no okay. one knows.
0: My, my Yu-Gi-Oh trap card.
1: That is... I have been in that exact situation. Let me, let me lay out a story for you. Yes, so please. me me and my four buddies uh, we were driving in my friend's Jeep, and we were about to go to uh, Ludington, Michigan for a camping trip. I mean, literally, like, the, the most fun, like, anyone could ever have. That's, like, setting yourself up for an amazing time. And we're driving along the road. We're having a great time. Of course, I'm on Ox because mm-hmm. everyone just knows me as the music guy. But uh, I am... Very very selectively sh- like shifting around my playlist so I could catch everyone out at like a dull moment so everyone can just yep. pay attention. I've done that to I'm like this no nope, this song. one
0: has to go back to the conversation's still lively. Yes. Back. yes. Yep.
1: <laughs> and when I did finally find that moment and line it up everyone was like wow that was an amazing song and i was like yep i sat here for 30 minutes trying to find the exact right moment to put it in i love that
0: and my favorite was the same pizza place with the country music. The time I could listen to my own music was Sunday mornings when we had to flip the store. And you best believe, I had a I made specific playlists for each week depending on what my coworkers were, their music taste. And then I made songs that flowed between each other with the time crossfade yep. of Spotify. I'm like, yeah, this oh is my, my favorite God.
1: thing. So we're we are so similar in that way. Like making playlists for other people, especially and just like picking out like songs that you know, but you know that they would love. It's just like, I don't know. If it's someone, great. it's it's a form of love language.
0: See, our, we can't even argue here.
1: We're just too much Yeah, of, like, exactly. we're two friends.
0: <laughs> so, all right, let's blow through a couple more of these just before we have to leave ya. Okay, so let's think of some, some really good ones that I think this is a common hot take. Bands that are just hated on the internet, like Nickelback, Imagine Dragons. Do they deserve the hate? I have had friends that actually like Nickelback and would see them live. And, I mean, I also like Primus, and a popular thing is fans will scream Primus sucks because they're kind of so out there. But, like, it's still good music. Like, Nickelback actually isn't, like, bad. To me,
1: it's, like... It's, it's kind of just a... I don't know, like kind of a meme or like pop culture thing to shit on Nickelback. But it's but you know, it's also like I, I think mean, I think the song autograph kind of like Yeah, that, that kind of solidified that. Yeah, it's like but, it's
0: like all-star. It's like Smash Mouth, you might be okay, but I'm sorry, you just kind of
1: But kinda I will say, it. Imagine dragons. I, I do I do not mess with yeah. at all. I think their stuff is just like just very very basic and unoriginal well, it's unoriginal and...
0: but whenever like in high school so many people were like you know like, oh you gotta put this on when we were uh, dressing up for our band shows because also i had the aux cord there and it was like dude have you listened to imagine dragons and then they put it on it's just like that classic like dubstep stuff which also are you a fan of muse
1: uh, I've heard of uh, okay um, i don't know
0: I don't know if you've heard like you know Muse had their classic like rock stuff in the early two thousands and then they did the dubstep stuff in the late or early tens oh, interesting which is interesting, but literally the song that everyone quotes it has the most stereotypical dubstep beat. it's like wah, 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 It's like you literally think like you just took my computer algorithm with a dubstep beat and they put it on, and everyone's like. But they're so different. They're doing different styles. It's so okay. great because they're so they're changing it's, it's
1: coming from a place of like praise then yeah, and like
0: to me, like when people especially praise it, that makes me hate it more, which mm-hmm. imagine dragons is one of them nickelback. I was
1: always like, why? I mean, I feel like with imagine dragons, they're I mean, with any like just bad and unoriginal artists, uh, I mean, of course, that's me yeah that's the subject of me saying that, but there are gonna be a few like tracks you're gonna be you're gonna be like oh okay that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean I gotta say like you ever heard the song On Top of the World by Imagine Dragons? Say I'm enough. on top of the oh, World. oh yeah hey, yeah. Uh, yeah like it was on the radios like for e- like I I gotta say like when I was listening that like that that just that was a that was a like that was a mood booster okay that was that's a mood fair
0: booster. okay one that I am personally in love with with I don't think you would have much experience with is two th- or especially early 2000s, like, dance music or, like, electronic it's, music. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Do you mean, like, like Daft Punk or... Well, they're,
0: like, really good. Because I, like, I am familiar with Daft Punk. Talking, like, Bass Hunter. Um, oh, God. You know, yeah. like, and every time we touch, like... Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, of Blue. course I've heard Yeah, like, song. all Maybe. those songs, like, they are so, like you would never listen to them outside of the realm of, I want to listen to the specific slice of time because it's so like dated. It's like Like,
1: nostalgia trip. Like to me,
0: it's like, I love it because it just reminds me because also reminds me when I was like real little and just like, I remember listening to I'm blue on my CD of like, now that's what I call music. And I was like, this is crazy song. Cause all I knew was like, I think the Baja men, that's the only CD I had. So I was like, this is awesome. But, like, in the same realm, it's like today, if you try to put that on a party, no. But if you put nah. on, like, Zeppelin, people are like, okay, like, that's classic. Yeah. But, like, the popular music back then, or like, um, like, Kanye West, especially, American Boy with Estelle.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, that song, yeah. I
0: love that song, but, like, I don't think you could put that on now. Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It, it, it definitely not in, mer- in most circumstances. No. I would say. But, no. I love it, and I wish more people listened to it. That is that is a good track. Oh man. That is a good track.
0: Okay. And uh, speaking of, okay, you know, talk about music just to put on. My least favorite, one of my least favorite bands, you know, I used to like them. That was when I was first starting up with rock, but I can't listen to them now. ACDC. Where do you stand on them? Because to me, they are just the most basic, like, yeah, we're hard rock, but we don't do anything different like back in black i think is the most boring album ever
1: i think they if i in my very limited experience with acdc i would have to say they are very entry level rock yeah like they they kind of just perpetuate and don't innovate if that makes sense
0: totally i mean their first album like back then like it was like i think 74 in australia or like mid 70s like back then it was like, whoa, you know, like all you had was Sabbath and Zeppelin was still like, you know, like mean, they were doing stuff, but like, you know, leading into the eighties, hair metal, hair metals, when it like really took a bump, mm. which also, I mean, I can't take hair metal seriously as far as like, I mean, Twisted Sister great and all, and like Motley Crue, but like,
1: Wow, that's a name I've not heard since my dad was telling me about. Dude, Twi- oh my God, you gotta listen to this band, Twisted System and like Kiss. Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. Chris. Like, well,
0: like <laughs> to me, like you know, Kiss is cool and all, but I mean, it's you know, cool and all for you know the boomers out there, but like, I can't be like, yeah, rock and roll, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and, like think it's awesome. I mean, maybe it's just the generation, and
1: now it's mumble rap, which is I mean, cool, but that was that was kind of just the time, and that especially <laughs> Kiss has dated. The Terribly. face paint. Yeah. Especially their whole just vibe. Dude, and well, like, like, two
0: of the people are gone, and they still have the drummer, the replacement, where the cat makeup, and the cat makeup's the dumbest one. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was cool back then for the guy, but now it's like you're forcing this other guy to do it? Okay. No, let's think. What's one good one that we can leave the audience on? Um, Did you have another big hot take? Uh, Yes, I do.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Okay, so I feel like in some cases, when colored artists specifically make projects that kind of divulge or differ from their usual style, they don't get the recognition that they deserve from that. And they kind of get placed in a box and in the box of, like, hip hop or R&B or Latino and not really breaking out into the pop industry, per se. I'm saying that because there's actually this interview with, uh, are you familiar with Tyler Craig? Oh, yeah. I was about to yeah. say, are
0: you talking about uh, Igor? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. with that
1: Igor Grammy speech. And um, I feel like he brought up a very good point because I don't feel like Igor was really the first album. Mm-hmm. I know about the speech you're talking about, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very iconic clip. I mean, uh, but I, I feel like it's kind of putting these artists in a box and not really allowing them to reach out of that you know yeah well
0: i mean in my opinion genres are kind of stupid um a lot of the times it's yeah i
1: i agree to a certain extent yeah. like
0: you know specific kind of genres like gaze. it's because you know there was a uh music reviewer that's like oh look at these guys just staring at their shoes gazing at their shoes and it's like okay well is that the name for it now and like grunge like oh it's grunge alternative it's like well no it's specifically this kind of it's like it's like shut, up, like shut up, shut up too. I mean, use it as like you know, slight roadmaps like you know, and like Metallica, they used to be
1: thrash metal, now
0: they're more like hard rock. I mean, it's, my I, I feel
1: like with those specific subgenres, it's more about the beginning bands that influence that. Yeah, but I feel like but yeah, yeah, no, as, as mm-hmm. they progressed, and even like with the like origins, even comparing like grunge and alternative, like. They're very similar, like eerily similar. Yeah,
0: there it's just more of like, I think more of the hipster, you know, pushing up their glasses, being like, well, actually. Yeah, but exactly yeah. in the argument you're talking about, I totally agree because Tyler the creator, he his early stuff was very brash, very out there, abrasive rap that, you know, had really, you know, caught your lyrics with these kind of, you know, depictive and uh, descriptive things. But you know, As he grew... I love Wolf. I love Flower Boy. And then Igor, while it's, like, on the same vein as Flower Boy, is definitely a departure. And I loved it. I love Igor. Oh, yeah.
1: Me too. And,
0: I I mean, he does rap a bit in the album, but but to be, like, talking fast... I would not call
1: it a rap album. I feel like he is seeing more than... And, like, Tyler has obviously said that singing is not his strong suit, but he is seeing a lot more than he is rapping. I mean, I can really only think what uh what's that track what's good yeah you know that's yeah that's kind of a rap song yeah
0: but all throughout the album he did a lot of um different vocal tunes uh pitch shifting and it sounded natural it sounded great and and just like stylistically too and how he really he he had a message he wanted to send and it was this beautiful album and i love it and yeah when they're like rap it's like yeah but you're a rap artist it's like but why yeah and same exactly. like it was, I think this was the same Grammys where Lizzo won uh best urban album, oh yeah, and then it was like, yeah. what is urban what what is urban like, music like, like it's one of those things you're like, hey ask, uh, hey Grammys, please define that, oh, that sounds really racist, Yeah, it's because it, it is
1: yeah it I mean it really is it's just like saying, okay, this is black music over here, yeah. and it's just like what what the hell are you talking about, Grammys like, and I mean, the Grammys have always been uh
0: that's, that's not a hot take. Yeah, that, I was just disconnected. about to say that. Like. like, also what makes me upset is, well, I guess to finish um, what you're saying, I think overall, artists should definitely not be bound to genres, and in my opinion, it's better when they try to look at themselves, okay, they know what I've done, what's the next step, hmm. right? Like, I think bands like Weezer, like, as much as they were great back then and are not bad, it's like... In my opinion, if you copy paste with just like slightly different stuff into a new album, say if the first one was a seven out of 10, in your opinion, immediately it's a six out of 10 or less because it's like, oh, well, you just did the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, Tyler, his newest album too, he goes back to the rap. And like a lot of rappers do that. They'll have their, you know, uh, mixtape stuff, they'll have their conceptual stuff. And, Tyler's always on top. I love Yeah,
1: him. I, I I love Tyler, especially his newest album. I'm actually going to go see him in in concert in February, I believe. Oh my gosh, which I can't wait! And the I need thing to get on I, that. The thing I love specifically about "Call Me If You Get Lost" is it sounds like an encapsulation of all of his previous work. Yes, and it's kind of just his victory lap. Like, yeah. yeah. But
0: Grammys, stop trying to define things. Also, you know, please be more have a bigger demographic of people choosing this because you guys will not put Bo Burnham in the comedy album section. That's so dumb. Literally, so like his stupid. album, this all the songs are great. They were topping the billboard charts, and you're just like, yeah, well, it's more of a movie. And it's like, but is it? Like, the, like, it's so different. And I think now with the internet, we live in such a world where, one, people's opinions are, you know, we've got Twitter, people can argue, people can debate, and I think it leads to better conversations. And also, it... In my opinion, leads to more accurate. Um, like, I think if you put people on Twitter vote for the best album, and everyone on Twitter votes for their favorite album, that has more cadence than, um, or more uh, re- like representation than what the Grammys pick. Because yeah, exactly it makes, like, these
1: musical geniuses at the Grammys, like, I, I mean, if you're gonna give Macklemore the Grammy <laughs> instead of Kendrick Lamar for Good Kid, Mad City, I. I will lose yeah, every see, single ounce of respect. Yeah, And then you know, there's how much things
0: sold? How much can you play on the radio? Yeah, sure. I guess that matters. But in my opinion, it really shouldn't matter. Like the divide in music, and that's what keeps the conversation alive. Well, yep. folks, you hear, hear from us here at MMR Off the Air Podcast. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Christian. And make sure to check us out for our SSL Live Summit Session Live sessions coming up. And make sure to keep talking about music. Alright, see y'all.
1: Thanks for tuning in.